It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And the boat has docked. We uh, we have uh, taken the boat in today. What a beautiful rainy day today is. We need it. I know it's kind of dreary outside, but we need that rain and uh, glad to have it, even though we did have to swim in today. So this is the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by the whole, the whole, we've got the whole team here. The whole team is here today. Full house. Got a full house. Ricky Fires, Paul Boyd, Henry Apple, Leland Barclay, we are all here and we are ready to rock and roll with some prep. Whoop. Ricky, we're going to throw knowledge on you today. Throw a little knowledge. Open it, it up. A little knowledge. What is it? Well, anything you know will be new. So Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, Leland, how's it, uh, how's it going down the River Valley today? Fantastic. It's nice and uh, humid. There you go. See, only Leland would like that. Humid. Humid. Just walk out the door and it feels like you're walking into a shower. But if you were up here today, you would be walking into a shower. Because we are getting a lot of rain and uh, but that's okay. We need it. So we got some prep sports uh, to talk about today. We're going to start with football. Had some big games on tap last week. None bigger than the one Henry was at. Rogers Bentonville West. Henry, it was this game. We it, it, it turned out like you know it was going to be a great game. We talked about it going to be a great game, and it was a great game. Yeah, it, it really was because I mean West took the early lead, and you're thinking, okay, you know they uh, they may just pull this thing off and just pull away, but no. Rogers made the adjustments in the second half, and once uh, West scored early in the third quarter, they didn't score again. And then here comes Rogers. Uh, I tell you, watching Noah Goodshield is a delight. Well, he is, and he was our uh, player of the week this week. Ricky, yes. he was your player of the week in Northwest Arkansas. He was our player of the week today at the uh, Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon. What a great kid, you know, he is. What a great young man he is. And, and uh, I tell you what, Henry, he, he stepped up big time Friday night. That was a game, that was a seeding game. You know, that's a big seeding game. And uh, because, you know, if you, if you can't be the one or two seed in the, in the 7A, you want to be the three or four if, if possible because, if you, you know, you're one or two, you're going to get a first-round bye. If you're three or four, you're going to host a first-round playoff game. And if you can host, that's always a better thing. And so, big, big win for Rodgers in that seating. Uh, so, we'll see where it goes, playing it out from here. But that's 1-0 Rodgers in the seating wins right there. Yeah, it's a case where uh, they only have one loss yep. against Fayetteville. So, uh, everybody else has more than one except yes. for Bentonville and Fayetteville. Right. West has two. No, I'll take that back. Harbor, Harbor has only one. has one. Right. And – you know, that's going to set up some important games yes, down sir. the line when Rodgers has to play Harvard. Yes, sir. That's why we love we love those games. And so uh, Rodgers still has to play Bentonville, and they still have to play Harbor. So got definitely work to do for them. Uh, but but a big win for them, 33-28 in that one. Noah Goodshield passed for three touchdowns. But the big one, Henry, he got with his legs, a 38-yard touchdown run there in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and it was a very interesting play because they were at the 38th of, of West. The play took off, began go, with him going to his right. Okay. You know, and then the next thing you know, he's done reverse field. And by the time he got to the end zone, he was on the left sideline. Barry Sanders so, top run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was labeled a 38-yard run, but I promise you he ran for about 65. 
<laughs> and why not? That's what Chad Harbinson said. Hey, this kid made a lot of them plays just on his own. He did. He just did. having that football savvy and knowing how to get to the end zone. And you know what? That was critical, that comeback win for Rodgers, because I saw him the week before lose pretty badly to Fayetteville. But my goodness, you know, you got to give him credit for uh, – you know, because sometimes those losses can linger on you, and they came back and pulled it out, and now they're in much better position. They yeah. spit that thing out and, and, and came back and spit said, it we, out. Can't, we can't do anything about it. No, forget uh, it. Yeah, just had to move forward. Yeah, And, and uh, also, give credit to the Rodgers defense because they forced a fumble in the third quarter. They made a stop in the third quarter on a fourth down play in their territory. It was fourth and one around the 20. And then West still had plenty of time to get a drive in, was down around the 30, fourth down and two, and they tried to trick Rodgers with using Ty Durham as a decoy and throw it back uh, to Dakota Gaines, but the linebacker was right there and nailed him for no gain. Sniffed it out. And it was one of those plays. I'm sorry, these plays drive me nuts. You know, if you've got a fourth down play, why are you going to the n- near side when you got more field you know, on the wide, the wide yeah, side? Instead of the wide side, because, you know, you've got an extra defender there at the sideline and it ain't getting blocked. Right. So, right. well, I've just, heard a coach say one time because they're not expect us to go yeah, that way. Yeah. Until they do. Until they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we got Rodgers with a big win there, big seeding win in the 7A West uh, over Bentonville West. Now, Leland, I know this game in the general scheme of things did not, doesn't mean much because we knew Fayetteville was going to go down to Fort Smith Southside <laughs> and get a big win, and they did. But what did you think of Fayetteville when you saw them Friday night? Well, uh, offensively, um, especially the first half, they were um, – I think they were unimpressive. Um maybe even lethargic because and, and and Casey Dick said this after the game he was extremely disappointed now once you look at the stats and everything I mean they had 33 first downs wow That's a uh, lot. and scored 47 points yeah but the first half um well Southside th- this game favor won this game with its defense and its special teams right. you know as, as I mentioned in the story Southside um forced or I guess Fayetteville turned the ball over three times Okay. And Southside got zero points out of well, it. You, you get your opportunities. Which is, you, yeah, you which gotta, is gigantic. Yeah. And then, of course, right before the half, um, Southside was punting, and Fayetteville blocked it, and uh, Palmer caught it in the air in the end zone for a touchdown, and they went up 21-10 to 10 at the half. And, of course, from there, then it was 47-17, the final score. So, you know, the three stops after turnovers – and then to get a special teams turnover uh, and and or a special teams touchdown on the road uh, is is just gigantic, and that and that really swung the momentum. Because um, Fayetteville um, really to that point had not done much offensively. Uh, Southside outgained them uh, offensively the first half, and um, you know, but the defense and special teams more than made up for it, and that's uh, that's why Fayetteville won the game. Yes, sir. Or anybody who's ever bet more than a nickel on a game, mm-hmm. no, that was what we call a trap game. Yeah, I used to bet a little bit till I I lived in the trailer and I went to pay my bookie off one time. He lived in a fine brick home. <laughs> I'm living in a trailer, driving take? a Dodge coat. I go. said, "There's something wrong here." Yeah. So that mean meaning you know they know what's coming up. 
you know, uh, Southside Windless and Favel knew in the back yeah. that they got Bentonville coming up, yeah, yeah. and that ain't going to cut it. they yeah. got to be ready to go. Let them sleepwalk this week. They're going to yeah. get there. No, they'll they, yeah. be, they be uh, run yeah. out of their yeah. own stadium. Yeah. Now, Leland, uh, I know there was a, a, a big scary moment in that game. Uh, one of Fayetteville's players went down. Uh, McCone went down. They had to bring him, uh, bring an ambulance onto the field, put him on a backboard. All that kind of stuff, uh, and I know that the, you know that was a long delay. But I talked to Matt Jones a while ago at the uh, touched at the uh, sports club meeting, and he's been cleared to play. Uh, McClone McClone has been cleared to play this week. Yes, um, it was a very long delay. You know, probably close to half an hour. They brought the ambulance um, down on the sideline. That's uh, you know that's normally at the game. They attended to him for quite a while. And then the big ambulance al- arrived, yeah. which came from the hospital. And, of course, yeah. that's, you know, scary. now we're thinking, wow. Scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And, uh, you know, they stabilized him and then uh, took him off in the uh, the big ambulance. And, uh, you know, they resumed play, and it was the the mood was, um, you know, pretty somber after yeah. that. Yeah. Of course, and but the game was also in hand at that point. Uh, I did text, you know, Casey Dick uh, Saturday morning. Ask about his uh, ask about his player, and he said he was released from the hospital Friday night, and that all everything was good. Good, good. Now, also, uh, Ricky, their other receiver that uh, is Kittel, Kittel, Dylan Kittel, Kittel. Yeah, um, he is also supposed to be back this week, and so that gives Fayetteville another weapon. They got like some they weapons. needed, like they needed yeah. more weapons in the offense, but that gives them another weapon back this week. Now, Henry, you've seen Benton, I've seen Bentonville twice. Uh, you've seen them. Couple of times, mm-hmm. uh, this it, you know, this this is going to be typical Bentonville Fayetteville. Um, this game, of course, is going to be played Friday night, seven o'clock at Harmon Stadium in Fayetteville. Should be a good one. But you've seen Bentonville play a couple of times. Um, Bentonville, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I would have told you there, you know, they would be the prohibitive favorite because they're way more balanced offensively than Fayetteville. But Fayetteville apparently has found a run game. Fayetteville yeah. uh, uh, sophomore Omar Murray. Uh, he is really – that's one reason Favre lost to uh, North Little Rock. They didn't have a run game. But this uh, kid, he's a good athlete. I guess he just needs to learn the playbook and blocking and everything that goes – you know, you just don't run football. you got to do other responsibilities. So, so what so, you're saying is, is he's not like the, the star running back that played with me in high school. We said, hey, seat number 65, go right behind him. Seat number 75, run behind him. <laughs> no. No, you got to do – and – and with the uh, Cattell back and Omar coming up, they're going to be more balanced. And there you go. My goodness, what a game we got uh, this Friday night between Bentonville and Fayetteville. I've seen Fayetteville three times and really love their <coughs> passing game. And I can't believe anybody uh, not looking seriously at Bladen Fike. Yeah. I don't know. He he needs to get an offer from somewhere. He Because that kid is really – He will. Well, I asked him after the game the other day. He said, no, not oh, he, seriously. He will. He'll, he'll, he needs to. Yeah, he, he will. Time. Yeah, he will. Um, and also another big game on Friday night, Shiloh Christian in the 4A1 won a big game at Prairie Grove. Uh, big big win for that. No surprise, Shiloh is – I don't know how many conference games in a row they've won. Henry, it's a few. We should go yeah. back and ca- count that up. Yeah, I, I would have to really count that up. But, you know, uh, in October and all, we, we're always – if you're a baseball fan, you know about magic numbers. Yeah. What it, yeah. Shalom Christian's magic number now is one. Is one. And, and what we're talking about is one more win this year for Shalom right. Christian, and they will be a 5A school next year. And, I, you know, they know that they know that. It's they been funny that, yeah. because on Twitter they're, 
their 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 Twitter account, their shallow Christian football Twitter account, is calling this the farewell tour in 4A. Is what they're calling it this season. So uh, I think some of the teams in 4A have been glad to nobody's see them crying go. about that. Nobody's no, crying, nobody's about, crying that. about that. Yeah. Uh, so that was a big game there. Also, uh, Leland, way way down in the River Valley, to, to almost the farthest reaches of our coverage area. Big win down in Paris on Friday night. Paris beat Baptist Prep 24-14, a game we knew would be a good game. Baptist Prep, Leland, I think, 5-1 and one coming into the game. Is that right? Yes, they were um, – I mean, they were considered one of the front runners in the conference, and that was a big game for Paris. Of course, now, it wasn't as quite as close as the final score indicated. Right. Paris was up 24 to nothing midway of the third quarter and kind of went, uh, you know, pretty conservative at yeah. that point. Um, you know, it's, it's funny, Coach Weaver was talking yesterday about uh, that was the first game that his starters had played in the second half. Yeah. They had five mercy rule victories. Now, that's a little odd because you're going to look at the scores and say they only beat Johnson County Westside 34-6, to six, but they were running the continuous clock in the first quarter of that game. Yeah, there you go. So it was a mercy rule. Um and they really uh, – Chase Watts had played in five games, had played eight quarters. There you go. There you go. So uh, Leland, the starting we've... quarterback. So I think um, I think Coach Weaver loved to see that game because his starters were, you know, pushed to the, to the end. He right. said some of his big boys were kind of uh, – they were kind of breathing hard yeah, at the end of the game gassed. and that it was, yeah. uh, it was just perfect uh because of that stretch coming up you know week six seven and eight right and then of course week nine uh is just a, a huge, huge game but so uh, leland looking at i the think r- it was exactly what they were uh they were wanting and i wanted to ask you a question yeah. about that shallow christian game i saw a stat 50 rushing attempts yes. for 503 correct. yards correct they kept it on the ground they played prairie grove style football kept it on country the ground country boy football country boy football ben baker had 200 yards and i think they had two other backs that had over 100 including eli wisdom the quarterback and boo williams or bo williams not boo bo williams uh who uh, is, a, is our sophomore running back who's kind of emerging they each had over 100 yards so it was a definitely a big a big ground win for shallow christian I mean, gosh, if you're 4A teams from around the state and you see that, well, yeah. um, wow. I mean, because you, you just don't normally think of Shallow Christian as being a balanced team. You kind of consider them one of the air attack teams. Um, but, gosh, if they can line up and run the ball for 503 yards, that's uh, – Boy, that's, well, that's going to be hard and, to defend. Well, and if Ben Baker doesn't get you and Bo Williams doesn't get you and Eli Wisdom doesn't get you, they'll hand the ball off to Caden Henry and let him bludgeon you to death. <laughs> yeah. That's why so, they're yeah, defending that's, state that's champions. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Leland, I'm going to stay in the 3A conference just a minute and talk about the 3A-4, which is shaping up to be a two-team race. Uh, Paris and Boonville, the other team that you somewhat alluded to, that game is coming up in week nine. Those two are the clear, in my opinion – the clear front runners in the 3A4, would you agree? I would agree. Now, you know, Baptist Prep is playing Boonville this week. Yeah, so what? Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I, <laughs> Next. Okay, yeah. but but they have not won that game yet. Yeah, that's true. Um, but but still, you're, you're call, right. Call me it about is, 720 Friday night. It is those two teams. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, now, the 3A1, uh, you know, we, we thought Cedarville and Charleston were going to be the two front runners. Now we have Lavaca who has emerged. Um, we've got a Hackett who has emerged. Uh, but still, to me, Charleston is the clear-cut team in that conference. Yes, they are They are the clear, like you said, the clear-cut team in that conference. 
uh, especially after winning at Cedarville. Uh, they go to Hackett this week, but uh, you know I, I think it'll still be more of the of the same for Charleston. Yeah. But that conference, you know, I've just I've I've said from the beginning that that's going to be one of the most fun conferences. It, it is. No question. To watch no question. in the whole state because every single week there's going to be a key game in it. Right. Yeah. And so you've got you know Charleston and Hackett this week. Uh, you know, Cedarville and Lavaca, and it's just a, it's it's a wide open, um, you know, conference for my. And you're right, probably two, probably yeah, two, three, two eight, to yeah. six. Two to six, okay. Two to six, okay. Yeah, and and bringing up Charleston, what about the kid Friday night who kicked a 52 yeah. yard to, field goal with room to spare? Oh yeah, I got oh, the video of spare. it. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, and this wasn't one of those, you know, oh we're just going to kick it, you know, because we're up. They were only up 15 to nothing in the first yeah. quarter when this kid kicked it. And like I said, Rumsburg missed Steve Cox's school record by one yard. Well, he may get another chance at it. He may get another yeah, chance how about, at it. How about putting your name on the list with a guy yes. named Steve Cox? Do you think that kicker knows who Steve Cox is? I bet he does he's been in Charleston, told. Arkansas. <laughs> I, I bet he's gotten a little education. There you go. Like so we're gonna, <laughs> let's kick it up. A, let's kick it up a notch and go to the four A. Leland uh, we've got a big game this <clears> week <throat> in the. I believe it's this week. This week it's Mina Ozark in the four A four. That'll be a big game, Henry. Yeah, that's a big one for the four A four because they're the uh, the obvious two front runners in that yeah. conference. And Ozark, I've watched a little bit of. the – Film on that they looked really good in the yeah. games I've watched. They've kind of got their got their using their big guys to their advantage. Now, of course, the four A four is the weird conference. You know, last year and this year with Subiaco dropping out and going to eight man, it's created that weird open week for somebody. You know, every week and so like last week, Ozark didn't even didn't even play a game. Uh, so uh, that's a little weird in that conference, which is you know everybody's going to have that same thing. But anyway, that'll be a good one in the four A four. The four A one. We, you know, Shiloh Christian, no surprise. They are the, you know, they are the, you know, the clear-cut, you know, top of the top team in the 4A1, in my opinion. But they have a big game this week. And uh, one that we didn't see coming probably before the season started. But Gentry, 6-0, and Paul. How about that? I mean, they, they've done a really, really nice they job. They have. And like you said, it's a big game. They – I mean, I think everybody understands and believes Shiloh will go there, will go and take care of business, but they better they better be ready. Well, and let's say Shiloh takes care of business, Paul, like they probably sure. will. Yeah. I tell you what, Leland and and, and Henry, the, the two, three, four seeds in that conference are big, and that's going to be a a classic uh, battle between Elkins. Gentry's in that mix, and Prairie Grove, a, a better team than, than what you know the score indicating at Shiloh yeah. Christian. Prairie Grove's a pretty good team. Yes, that's going to be it's going to be fun to see who how those three, two, three, four seeds in that in that four A one shape up. Yeah, especially when they're jockeying for you know, I don't I haven't seen the bracket right offhand, but you know the, the two seed will get a home game yes. to start things off. But sometimes the three doesn't get a home game. Sometimes it does. It's just a matter of how the bracket lays out. Right. But, yeah, you're fighting for a home game. You better believe it. You better believe it. And then, of course, Ricky, we're going to bump it up to the 5A West where Huntsville went down again. I'm sorry, Harrison went down again. To, yes. But to a very good Valonia team. Yes. Uh, Valonia has uh, proven itself. Greenbrier. Or Greenbrier. Greenbrier. Valonia. I get those two mixed right. up. Valonia beat – who did they beat? P. Ridge. P. Ridge. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No and big it, deal. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm leading up to is – 
it's going to shape up where Greenbrier and Valonia look like they're the winner of that game is going to yes. be the, the conference champion. The loser probably the two seed, although Farmington still has to play Greenbrier. But looking at it on paper, it appears Greenbrier might be a notch ahead of Farmington. But now Harrison has two losses, and Farmington, just like Ricky, you mentioned Rogers getting a bounce-back win last week. Farmington got a bounce-back win, a shutout win against Moralton last week, a game that was no gimme by any stretch of the imagination. So Farmington now, seeing they're still with just the one conference loss, that win over Moralton could loom huge, huge because if you're looking at it on paper, you, you would think, and there's no gimmies here, but you would think Farmington could and should beat Alma and Clarksville. So, you know, getting that win against Moralton – for Farmington, does I mean that puts them in pretty good shape to get one of those top four spots in that conference. You know, I had that game. Well, but, yep. Go, go ahead. I ahead, think Leland. it's still because you can't at this point. Now I know Alma has not been overly impressive. Right. But if Alma can go to Moralton this Friday and win, they're sitting at three and one in they the are. conference. They are. They are. And of course, at that point, then they're playing with a lot of confidence, and they then are. it comes down to three games. Yep. And uh, and two, you know, of, those, two of those three, though, the, Leland, the old right? saying, they hold their own fate in their, you know, in their hand. Right. Right. But who are two of those three games against, though, Leland? Well, I mean Farmington. Yeah. Um, Valonia. Greenbrier and Valonia. Yeah. So yes, I yeah. mean it is that that is yeah. the meat of the schedule, yeah. but. Um, they're still at this point, if they can go to Moralton and win, which is a, a is a big if because yes, it is right. a road, road game, game, of course. Correct. But that would that would loom big for the Airedales. It would. It would. So that conference has, has been fun, and it's going to continue to be fun. Um, and then, you know, and we're not looking ahead to next year, but it's going <clears> to <throat> just get even better, you know, next year. Uh, you, well, you got to give Farmington a lot of credit. You had that game where they got just absolutely they blitzed. Did. What did they give up, 57? 57, yeah. 57, 57, 28, yeah. And you know what the kind of athlete that Moralton brings in every yes. year? And I think they were the last thing anybody expected, a 15-0 game. Uh, there is defense. There is special teams. The only thing missing was a straight-on kicker. Yeah. Like the old days, yeah. like 1958 Tom Dempsey or something. Well, and so I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I love to watch that defense. We got a kid named Cooper Gardenhire. Yep. You know, I like to walk the sideline because I feel like I'm almost more involved and I can see things. And that kid, he's a junior, number 44, he was all over the field, making tackles all over the field. Uh, he'd missed some time with the hip pointer. They're glad to have him back. They were the big bounce-back victory for Farmington that's now got to go on the road to Clarksville. Well, you guys know, you, we've all covered enough games, Leland. We've all, I think the combined, what did we say our combined years were? 184. 184. Uh, well, according uh, to, to yeah. Rick at one time, I think it was like 550. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's counting those as sports writer years, and that's what we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you had that, as many hot dogs as we've had over our career, you have to add it that way. Uh, but and anyway, caramel apples. Uh, yeah. Um, anytime you, it's, it's hard to shut out anybody. I don't care who you play. It's hard to shut out another team uh, in this day of you, know, you can't touch a receiver, you can't do yep. this, can't do that. It's, it's, you know, defense has so many rules applied to them. So big, big win for Farmington. Not just get a big win, but to get a shutout is, is huge. And uh, so moving forward, you would think they'll go, they'll go on the road this week and beat Clarksville as well. And, and 
Um, so it'll be, but it won't be a gimme. No, nothing's a gimme. gimme. It won't be a gimme. Like a lot of people thought the Alabama would go down there and take care they of business. At, uh, that's why you love sports, the ultimate reality that's show. Right. You never know. That's right. So uh, kicking it up to the 6A West, Leland Greenwood uh, got their quarterback or get it, gets him back this week. Is that right? Uh, he was back last He's week. He back last, last week. week. Okay, yeah. Hunter Houston's back for them. Um, of course, now this week, big game. Got a big game, Leland. Big game. That's a big one at Russellville. Yeah. Uh, you know, it it is obviously a winnable game, but it is a big game because it's at Russellville. Russellville's playing much better. Uh, you know, the head coach, of course, is the was the defense coordinator on the state championship team that right. beat Greenwood in the state championship game that year. So he knows Greenwood. He knows what they have to do. And, uh, you know, they're running the ball a lot more. They're playing more of a ball control offense. They're not throwing it a whole lot or normally have it. They did more last week than they have, I think, all season. But, so, uh, you know, it's it's that's going to be another conference that's going to be fun to watch because that loss to Parkview in the first conference game of the season may not even come into play for Greenwood if they can take care of business from here on out. Well, they, they, you know, we've heard this term a lot. They control their own destiny. <laughs> but they got huge games coming up. Henry against Lake Hamilton, huge game against Benton coming up. And then this one Friday night, it, it, it's going to be a big, it's a big game. It's a big game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the 6A well, West. Well, and I think they're getting healthy again, yeah. which, uh, That's, you know, everybody knows that Greenwood is going to have a say in things. Absolutely. They will. Absolutely, they will. And then, of course, looking in the 7A Central, it you know, no surprise, Bryant, uh, Conway. Uh, Northside, you know, Leland has a bit. The last three games of the season for them are huge games. Well, you know, they've and we were talking about shutouts. They've recorded two shutouts they in have. a row. They have. Now, it was over Central and it was over Catholic. Well, doesn't matter. Set, shutout to but, shutout. <laughs> exactly. And now the defense is, is playing with a lot of confidence. Um but, um, boy, these, these three games in a row, I mean, this is – you talk about the meat of a schedule. Yeah. Conway, yeah. North Little Rock, Cabot. Now, Ooh. let's not forget, too, that Northside stood toe-to-toe with Bryant in the first half. They stood toe-to-toe with them, and they had chances in the second half and just could not – they just could not uh, – could not uh, – you know, what word am I looking for here, Lee? They, they were close to the goal line. They, you know, they just – they didn't convert. take advantage. You know, they, they yeah, forced – they forced two turnovers and a punt yeah. on Bryant's first three possessions of the second half, and out of the subsequent nine plays, they gained 11, 11 yards. yards. Yeah, that was tough. So they had their chance there, and then in the fourth quarter, they're on the, I don't know, six-inch line and can't punch it in. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of chances there. Wow. They couldn't take advantage of them. And you've just got to think at this point, you know, that, that they're going to learn from that. Yeah, yeah. And that they will, and the next time they get that opportunity, they will convert those. Yeah. I mean that because I think Northside, this Northside team, is a very good team, and you know we've been talking about their run game all year and that one-two punch of Massey and and Church and Church, but you know Walker Cat Savage threw four touchdown passes last week. Yeah, yeah. Northside. So a that's got to open team. some eyes and and kind of. Um, you know that they are not as one-dimensional as I think most people think they are at this right. point. And then, of course, Leland, I know you got to get out of here, but the one—the game that I went to Friday night was one of the best high school games I've seen in a long time. Harbor and Springdale coming in, you know, you toss the records out the window of these crosstown rivals, and they, these coaches would love to toss their records out going mm-hmm. into this game. Uh, they combined two and eight coming in, 
but Springdale Harbor wins it on a field goal with no time left on the clock. They drove the length of the field, 80 yards, and got a field goal at the end to beat their crosstown rival 37-36. Um, it was a pretty well-played game, fairly clean, not a lot of turnovers, not a lot of penalties, a um, lot of good plays. Springdale looked really, really good at times. Uh, Landon Phipps looked really good running the football, um, had some nice passes. Uh, Harbor looked really good offensively. Buchanan, uh, Paul, think he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, got a couple of good receivers in McKee. And, and run uh, and throw both, right? And run and throw both. And, and uh, brought a little sophomore in uh, to, run, to, to uh, play running back uh, there when, uh, when uh, uh, Hudson Brewer had, had, a, had a key fumble. And, and uh, you know, Wood, Chris Wood said, you know what, we're going to go with somebody else for a little sit, while, sit walk over, over there and think about it a bit. little bit. And uh, he gave him a big spark, and uh, and then they brought Brewer back in, and he delivered big when they brought him back in. He had a 30-yard run on a wraparound draw. Leland, you would have loved it. Wraparound draw, uh, you know, stuck it in his bread basket, and, and uh, off he goes for about 30 to set up that, that uh, game-winning field goal. So uh, big win for Harbor there. And, and uh, Chris Wood said this a couple weeks ago, and it, it's ringing true. Their story for their season hadn't been written yet, and they're – Henry very much in play here for a high seed if they can continue this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, after watching that game, would you say because you know I, I've I've said all along, and I think most of us have said all along that the seven uh, the seven A West is Bentonville, Fayetteville, and Harbor, and everybody else. Rogers. Is that not the case now? Maybe or Rogers. is it now Bentonville Rogers. and Fayetteville what, and everybody else? It's Bentonville, Fayetteville, and everybody else, but Rogers and Harbor. Um, or, and, you know, they're – that's – Yeah, absolutely capable. Absolutely capable. Well, Leland, I know that you've got to run, and uh, we're going to move on to a, a couple other things that we're going to talk about a little bit today. And so we will, uh, we will have you back on next week, as always. This has been Leland Barclay, who has the River Valley Report every Thursday in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, as well as covering the game of the week in the River Valley on Friday nights. Also hosts his own show, the River Valley Report, that goes with his written River Valley Report every Thursday in the digital edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So, Leland, as always, thanks for being on with us today. It is absolutely my pleasure. Yes, sir. So we're going to skip over to tennis, Henry, where you were over at Memorial Park at Bentonville Monday and Tuesday for the 6A State Tennis, and there were a few surprises. There really was. Uh, you know, you – I of course, not in girls' doubles, but, yeah, but in not, the other. Yeah, girls' doubles, <laughs> it was business as usual. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, of course, uh, the top seed from the West, Cassie Cervantes, wins the in singles title. Yeah. But look mm-hmm. at what uh, the little girl from Heritage, yeah. Stella Devera, does. Devera, yeah. She uh, won two games uh, Monday to get to the semifinals, right. including beating the top seed from she the did. Central. She did. Then she turns around. She's the number four seed out of the West, and she's got to play the number two seed, Kate Cole of Fort yep. Smith Southside, in the semifinals, and beat her in three sets. It's uh, what I mean. That so so she Cervantes won the girls singles. Of course, the girls doubles. No surprise. J.K. Bonnert, 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 Jenna Kate, yeah, Jenna Bonnert, and uh, Grace, Grace Luters. Uh, three now won three straight state championships. Um, man, they are a machine, and they, they had no problem, you know, defending their, you know, back-to-back titles already, so three straight for them. Now, the boys' singles, we thought Carter Swope um, was going to roll to that one, but but up comes the, the uh, kid from Fayetteville, Henry. Yeah, and he, again, we're talking about a kid who comes in this tournament. He is the number four seed from the West, so he's got an uphill climb, but, man, he just mowed through there. Yeah, and, just, uh, and I've gone blank on his name. 
Uh, Norden. Like Jay, Norden. Norden. Jacob Norden. Jacob Norden. That's so. correct. Yeah, was a four seed coming in. Won his won the, won the two matches he had to win on Monday to get to the semis. Won the semifinals and then beat Swope's close. It was a good match. He won it in two sets. I believe six six three seven six, five six three. Right, right. Uh, so congratulations to him. Now the state uh, team championships went to the. Uh, the Fayetteville boys mm-hmm. and the Bentonville West girls. Now, was this their first girls team? Second, second. in the okay. last three years. They okay. won it two years ago, and they re- and not repeated, but they won their second one this year. But the fun part about the boys' championship, there was four teams there going in those championship matches that had a shot at the state title Right. if things just went one way or the other. I mean – in the doubles, Little Rock Central beats Bentonville. But if Bentonville wins it, then we've got a co-champion. Yeah. But uh, had Carter Swope won and Little Rock Central won, well, Little Rock Central and Harbor is the co-champions. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there were so many th- twists and turns. They were but, juggling a lot of tennis yeah. balls, Henry. <laughs> yeah. And, and the – the fun thing about it was, I mean, that was a madhouse over That's at Memorial Park. That's what you Park. said. Uh, Henry said there were three, looked like three, four, five hundred people there all around the, the tennis court. I had someone say it close to maybe seven hundred wow. people. Wow! You know, they had students walking from Bentonville High School to Memorial Park. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that's, you, that's you, about you, a you three think, mile trip. You, you think uh, getting out of class uh, had anything uh, to do with that? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. No. Right. Oh, okay. So, so we've we've played the six A golf. We've we've played that with Harbor Girls winning the girls championship and Little Rock Catholic winning the boys championship. Although Bentonville and Fayetteville boys cl- both close. Right the, the boys were the boy. It was it was right down to the wire on that one. Girls, Ricky, you covered that. Harbor, you know, just blew everybody away there. Yeah, Fayetteville was uh, kind of close, but uh, uh, Kill Crease, now Har- yeah. Harbor defending his championship. Yeah, she's a fantastic player yes. going to Tulsa. Maybe the next Brooke Matthews. We'll see. We'll Could see. Could be. We'll see. So we got that played. The the tennis is done. The golf is done. Got cross country coming up here uh, first week in November, second week in November, something like that coming up. Anyway, cross country be done. Paul, you've been covering volleyball all the way. Um, give us a little synopsis of volleyball. I know we have a huge match coming up on Tuesday. We're you know conference play is winding down. A state tournament will be the last week of this month. Correct. Uh, but. We still got a little work to do. Uh, I'll be at Pea Ridge tomorrow night. Oh, P. Awesome. Ridge, P. Ridge and Shiloh Christian. There you go. Shiloh looking to, uh, I believe, wrap up a perfect run through the 4A Northwest Conference. There you uh, go. There you uh, go. And but uh, just uh, setting the stage for next Tuesday, uh, Harbor and Fayetteville at uh, Wildcat Arena. At Harbor. Yeah. Uh, round two. Round two. Uh, round two of what might be a three-round uh, fight. We, we expect it to yeah. be a three-round fight. Yeah. Uh, Harbor uh, got them in five sets the first time in Fayetteville. Uh, Harbor still undefeated. Yeah, still undefeated. Uh, after after winning last night, twenty-five and zero. Wow. Uh, should be they have they're at Rogers, I believe, on Thursday. But then uh, have a interesting weekend. They're going to Ozark, Missouri oh. this weekend for a little tournament. They'll be tested. Uh, Nixa will be there, there I you know. Go. And Nixa's responsible for one of uh, uh, Fayetteville's three losses, yeah. as is Harbor. So that will be a good, a very good test there for them go. uh, before the the showdown there on Tuesday. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, but, yeah, got some really good teams. Again, I told you Harbor, uh, Hackett, uh, Class 3A, uh, 
won a big match last week against uh, against Paris. Uh, so they're probably in the driver's seat in their conference, but they'll have a conference tournament as well. There you go. So we want to let our listeners know, too, the 4A state volleyball tournament will be played at Shiloh Christian. The 6A state volleyball tournament will be played at Fort Smith Southside. Correct. In their new arena. Correct. So that's about it for today's show. We thank you for joining us. Don't forget, uh, we will have all kinds of various shows, the Prep Rally Report, the Prep Rally Live on tape hey. that Ricky Fires and I host. Uh, of course, we'll have wall-to-wall coverage of Friday Night Football in the Saturday edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, along with f- fantastic photos and videos. And anything about sports, we've got it. So if you're not a subscriber and you want to be one, go to our website, nwaonline.com, click on the subscribe button. They'll walk you through it. It's so simple, even a Ricky Fires can do it. I could do that, yeah. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us. I'm Chip Souza for Rick Fires, Paul Boyd. Henry Apple and Leland Barclay down in River Valley. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. It's in the books. It's in the books.